Hello, everybody. Hi. It is Kat. And Jen. And we are back for some more reviews on wine. And I finally got my way. Today is all about <laughs> the Chardonnay. <laughs> um, we, of course, have the goal of always determining whether or not it is worth the whole bottle. But I've already been prompted by Jen that if we can get her past a glass... Today we have a win. So without further ado, I just want to take a second and tell you guys a little bit about Chardonnay. Um, trying to be a little more informed rather than just knowing that I like it. Um, so I found out some interesting facts about Chardonnay today. Um, and then I'll jump into what we're actually drinking, the, t- uh, the two choices that I picked. Um, so Chardonnay is, of course, the type of grape, if you were not aware. Um, and apparently it's one of the oldest, uh, most widely used grapes in the world. Um, it's supposedly a crossbreed between a Pinot Noir and a, I'm going to really, really butcher that, Gauss, G-O-U-A-I-S Blanc. Mm, so that. Pinot Noir is a lot harder to grow apparently, while this Gauss Blanc is a lot easier. So when they crossbred them and Chardonnay came about. But Pinot Noir is grape red. is a red. Yeah, I don't know how that I'm worked confused. out. That's what it said. Mm-hmm. I got some facts online. Again, if we are incorrect on any of this, please call <laughs> us out. Um, the internet is not always, <laughs> it's not always the truth. It's so. not? Right. <laughs> but according to that, it was a crossbreed and it is very easy to grow and therefore that's why it's widely found. That's why a lot of people have the thought process that it's more of a generic grape and maybe not so fancy and whatnot. But I think hmm. that's a little bit unfair because just because it can be grown everywhere doesn't make it any less wonderful in my opinion. Um... A lot of people call it the gateway grape, again, because it's easy to find, easy to grow. And others may call it the father of, father of wine because it's one of the oldest, most balanced wines. So, that's all I will bore you with uh, at this point. We'll go into a little more later on types of food pairings and things. But um, we are drinking Ballard Lane Chardonnay. It's a 2017 Central Coast uh, wine. This is also from Miller Wine that we have been drinking several wines from um, to review. But I also grabbed one of my favorite off the shelf on the way over here called Harkin. Um, and that one is a 2017 and I don't have the bottle in front of me like I should right now. Um, I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> oh, thank you. I think it's a Sonoma. Um, I... <laughs> it is California. California. Barrel fermented. Mm, just like I like it. So this one is, again, one of my favorites. So I know a little bit more about the taste profile in it. It's more full-bodied, um, which makes me think it's from that Sonoma region, maybe even Russian River Valley, because it falls in line with a lot of what I like. Yeah. I'll get back to you on that. It says produced and bottled in Parlier, California. So if you want to Google that town, oh, folks. There we go. There we go. So that is what we have got to drink. We are going to start with the Ballard Lane. Um, we've got some food pairings. Jen, I'm going to let you take that away because I'm probably going to butcher what you bought. Yeah. Um, so first I have um, some fresh Rainier cherries straight from Washington. My neighbor is from Washington, and so she brought back cherries. Um, and I guess it's harvest season right now, so she... Whoa, those yeah, are good. And I've never had those before. They're amazing. I thought they were mini tomatoes. <laughs> With sticks, I don't know why. <laughs> well, because it's, a, it's an odd color, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you think of a cherry as a real dark red. These are kind of the yellowy, reddish, 
mm -hmm. um, color. So, but they're real good, real sweet. They've got the color of like a peach almost. Oh yeah, totally. Um, and then I've got a goat Gouda. I've that. got a St. Augur's um, blue cheese, which is an amazing blue cheese. Um, and then our old standby um, Sartori Bella Vitano, but we have the Merlot today. And then just some rosemary crisps. So, and then a little bit later, we'll be having some quiche, uh, a and mushroom. And some shrimp. Oh, yeah. And some shrimpies. <laughs> All right. So that's the food. So I guess for now, we're going to dive in and not make you listen to our crunching. And we'll be back in a short few to actually dive into how we feel about the wine that we're tasting, as well as how it pairs with the food that we've chosen today. All right. Okay. Let's see what happens. <laughs> see you in a few. Hey, guys. We're back. Um, okay, so we had our Ballard Lane Chardonnay and... Um, you know, as far as a review, well, first we should say it's not a whole bottle. Um, we kind of gave up on it. We, um, we can tell you that, you know, it has a, a deeper yellow color. It has kind of a nice color. For me, I'm not the Chardonnay drinker. Um, so I was having a really hard time um, understanding any of the, the flavors. Um, the taste for me just was not pleasant. Um, but it did pair well with the goat Gouda cheese that we have. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you're, uh, and, and also with the cherries, um, but I did not get past a whole glass. She did it. We have one more, one more chance. Yeah. So we decided to abandon it and I don't know what comments you have for the, I, this is not one of my favorites either. And I, um, as much as I love Chardonnay, I'm really particular. Um, I have friends that often come to my house and offer to bring me a bottle. And I just say, nope, it's cool. I got myself covered because I like a very particular full bodied, very oaky, creamy. Um, I don't know if I would even call it buttery, but more in that like creme brulee, vanilla, toasted um, flavor. And this doesn't have that. This has got a lot more acidity as far as I'm concerned, as far as what I taste. Mm. Um, I guess citrusy maybe a little bit, but it's it almost doesn't feel oaked to me. And I know you tasted oak, but for what I really enjoy in Chardonnays, this isn't even close. Yeah. So. And I, I'm sure mine is just all psychological. Probably. <laughs> so we struck out on this one, but we're moving to the Harkin. Um, and before we get started on that, again, Barrel Fermented Chardonnay, um, 2017 from California. I did just try to look up where it was from, and I didn't continue on that search. I will get back to you on that. 14.5% uh, alcohol by volume. Um, this one, as it reads, is we created Harkin Chardonnay because we missed that rich, oaky taste of Chardonnay gone by. At some point, someone decided that the great toasty notes and buttery finish went out of style. We think that's crazy, so we brought it back. And I think that's everything I love about hmm. how I feel about this wine. So, interesting. we will go ahead and open this one up. And actually, I've never yeah. used this kind. We are using a it. rabbit. I have a rabbit. It's a different look. It's a different look. It's actually not the brand. Sometimes it's hard to... That one is really. <laughs> Don't break. Oh, yeah, you would be really upset if 
Well, <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> okay, just a couple technical difficulties there with the wine bottle opener that um, I'm convinced didn't you really put some kind of spell well. on it so we didn't have to drink it. <laughs> I mean, it was that hard. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're gonna pour. Here we go. Love that sound. Okay. This is a, um, a brighter color. It is. Than the Ballard Lane. Mm, totally different smell. Okay. My favorite. Oh, wow. This is very buttery. Im immediate butter. Oak butter. Toasty. Love it. All right. Let's try. Okay. I'm scared. Completely different taste. Completely different. It's actually a little bit sweet. Mm-hmm. Which I would have never expected. Mm -mm. But it's not the kind of sweet that's overpowering because it's such a, like, it's, it's rich. Yeah, very rich. Love. Um, I actually, when I, when I smell it, I almost think of... Um, crab legs. It says crab cakes on here. Really? For oak twine, remember? And I really would not have put a Chardonnay with crab, any, any kind of like crab. So I um, actually just had this this weekend with my aunt um, for the 4th of July holiday. And um, her daughter has a shell, shellfish uh, allergy. So she had gotten all the kinds of shellfish. And this was one of the wines we were drinking. We both love the same kind of Chardonnays. So we had shrimp with it, which I went and picked up on the way over here today uh, because it paired so nicely with it. So it's interesting that you picked up on that that quickly. Yeah. For a non-Chardonnay drinker. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> not a Chardonnay drinker. But this is not bad. I find that most people that say what they say, what you say about Chardonnay, like the ones I like more than random ones off the shelf. More than those crowd-pleasing... This is very good with the goat gouda. Um, but this is not a typical Chardonnay to me. This is almost like a... I don't know. It's almost on the dry side mm -hmm. um, with some sweetness to it That's that almost reminds me of like a... I hate to say it, but almost like a Moscato. Really? Yeah. Um... It's a very unique, I, I've never experienced that flavor before. Interesting. So this is my typical. Something in this flavor, flavor profile. Mm. So I'm trying the shrimp with it. You should do the same. Okay. We said we weren't going to chomp, but we'll try to be quiet. Or at least shrimp are kind of quiet. <laughs> kind of. Mm. Yeah, that brings out a whole other flavor in it. Good. Hold on. <laughs> I ate part of the the shell. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Ooh, it changes the smell. Like I don't I don't even smell the oak. Mmm, you're right. It just smells straight, like sweet. Interesting. It's crazy. Yeah, that's good. But when you drink it, I don't taste the sweet with the shrimp. 
So you smell it, but you don't taste I it. I smell it, but I don't taste it. But it really does something nice with the wine. Mm-hmm. It is paired really well with shrimp. Yeah. And cocktail sauce. Yeah. So All right. we may at least have a full glass out of you in this one. Maybe. Well, let's see. Let's keep eating, and we won't bother you guys with it. Um, I do want to give you guys one quick fun fact, because I found some fun facts before we go for another moment. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I'm going to butcher the way I said this earlier. By law, if a label says Chabli? Chabli. Chabli. Yeah. <laughs> Chabli, C-H-A-B-L-I-S, it must be Chardonnay. Fun I fact. Didn't know, that. didn't know that at all. In fact, I know I've seen the word, but I don't know if I've seen it on any of mine. And I'm curious if that that verbiage has something to do with oak versus unoaked. Because in another thing I found, that was the first thing listed under unoaked. Huh. So, TBD. Yeah. Um, I'll look into that. But we'll come back with some more fun facts and some more, hopefully, news that Jen's had a whole glass. At least. At least. I've got my money on it. All right. Okay. Well, we'll be back. See you soon. All right. We are back. Um, We have had... Actually, I don't know if you've done that just so you can't say you've had a full no, glass. No, you can count that as a full glass. Okay, so Jen's had a full glass. Oh, she had, here we go. That didn't sound as cool as I thought it would. Um, she had a full glass, and we tasted a lot of different things. So we definitely both agreed that it was great with the shrimp. Um, I think it was great with the, the goat gouda. Yep. Um, it was good with this. No, it wasn't the best. No. Um, we had a quiche that was mushroom, cheese, and spinach. Um, great quiche, not the best with this wine. It right. really, several of these foods we had completely changed the, the flavor profile. I can't recall if we said that before we took a break, but specifically you had the shrimp, mm-hmm. right? And it changed the smell. Yes. So I had the shrimp and then when I went to smell the wine, I... It smelled um, very um, sweet, right? Sweet, yeah. Like I didn't smell any of the oakiness or any of the toastedness. Um, but then when I tasted it, I didn't taste the the sweet. I only tasted more of the, like the oaky and the toastedness. So that was kind of crazy. Is it safe to say that this was one of the most like wild flavor acting wines? Like it just really responded to everything we did. I think both of them, because if you remember, so we did, we both kept a little bit of the Ballard Lane um, in reserve. And so at some point we both went back to that Ballard Lane just to kind of smell and taste again. That's straight caramel. And, but this is the, this is that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And when I take, when I smelled the Ballard Lane after drinking Harkin, Harkin, um, Ballard Lane had a very strong smell of licorice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. It was like crazy anise, smelling. Anise. Yeah, yeah, anise or whatever you call it. Um, so, yeah, I think both of them, part of it, I think, it, is that as it warmed up and got more mm-hmm. to room temperature, the different flavors came out. But, um, yeah, this has been pretty complex. Both of them have been mm-hmm. some interesting flavors. 
So another thing we did while we took a brief food and things break um, is we actually took a look at a lot of the wines that Jen has. And Jen has a pretty cool selection of wine. Um, reds, whites, um, stuff that's from the state, stuff that's from Germany, all over the place. And we just took a look at um, the percentage of alcohol in these. And we found that this, this Harkins 14.5. The other one we drank today was 14.2. And from a white wine perspective, that's on the higher spectrum of what she has, at least here. Um, and from wine in general, it's definitely still on the higher end. There is, she has a bourbon barreled uh, red wine that's at a 16% mark. But um, all in all, Chardonnays are pretty strong as far as white wine mm-hmm. goes. I can attest to that. I've drank a lot in my day. <laughs> and it does catch up to you. Um, but it, it's it's a really unique wine in that we we drank two Chardonnays, and I would say, out of all the wines I've drank in my life, this is one wine where I feel like you can have a bottle, to the point of literature we read, you could have a bottle that reads one way and then something that reads almost as an, a completely different kind of wine, like a Pinot yeah. Grigio even. Yeah. Um, so a lot of really interesting things we found. I did go and take a peek at where this is from, the Salinas. Salinas. The grapes were from the Salinas area and the actual production is not far from there right it's near fresno so um central california near the coast um north of paso uh south of san francisco um and just i wanted to leave you guys with another fun fact was there any of these that you found particularly interesting well i'm still stuck on the fact that these grapes are pinot noir grapes but we've got a i'm gonna check another source on that and maybe get back to you but um Let's see what was fun. What was fun? So, okay. Chardonnay is a major grape in Champagne and other sparkling wines, such as Cremant, Francia Corta. Again, probably butchering this. Please bear with me. Maybe I'll learn Italian after all of this oh, or some French, geez. Italian. And Trento. So I thought it was interesting. And then we read again, if you see Blanc de Blancs on a Champagne label, you're almost certainly drinking 100% Chardonnay. So, don't be fooled whether you like Chardonnay or not. If you're a champagne drinker, you kind of like Chardonnay by default. And I think some Pinot Grigios have Chardonnay grapes in them too. Yeah, if not like all. It. it sounds like it. It sounds like you, you probably drink more Chardonnay, f- some fundamental Chardonnay grapes. Uh, it's the jack of all trades. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, I give it a full bottle. I don't give the Ballard Lane a full bottle review. Um, just wasn't my type of Chardonnay. But I'm interested. I know we probably don't do a full bottle, but yeah, I wouldn't do a full bottle just because I it's it's really it's really a, a strong heavy wine for me. Um, but I like I was saying if if I was at a party or something and that was the Chardonnay that was being offered, I might actually choose it. Um, otherwise, I would that being Harkin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not the not the Ballard Lane, but. Um, yeah, but for me, neither of them are a full bottle, but at least I got through a full glass of the Harkins. So. She did. So I'll take a minor win on that one. There you um, go. So without further ado, we will leave you with that. Go drink your Chardonnays and have fun this weekend. Um, I'll be drinking my Chardonnay. Jen apparently won't. Uh, so nothing's <laughs> changed on that front, but um, I guess we'll have to see what's in store for next week. I don't know. What are you thinking? It's your turn to it's your turn to choose. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know yet. Okay.
I, I gotta give it some thought. I have a couple of ideas. Okay. Maybe. You got some ideas? All right, so stay tuned for that and um, take a peek at our Instagram. <coughs> Pardon me, that's not COVID. I literally choked on my own spit. <laughs> Doing really good. It's all right, you're just gonna die right Doing here. great, it's fine. Um, check our Instagram. I'll post some pictures of what the actual bottles of wine look like if you have any interest in trying them yourself. Um, as well as the lovely board that Jen prepared. But um, one question: What was the price on that one? Um, it varies. Today I bought it at Harris Teeter here in the Fort Mill Harris Teeter, actually South Carolina, um, and it was on sale for fifteen ninety nine. I've gotten it as low as like twelve. Okay. And I've gotten it as high as eighteen. Okay. Not bad. <coughs> not a bad so, range. Not a bad good. range. Really good wine. Always consistent. Again, this is a two thousand seventeen. Harkin barrel fermented Chardonnay. It's got a bicycle on it. Really cool bottle. Love it and great taste. So, I'll leave it with that. That's all yeah. we got. All right. Cheers. Till next time. That's right. Bye. Catch you later. <laughs> Hi there. This is Jen from the Whole Bottle Podcast. I am sitting here at Mountain Brook Vineyards in Tryon, North Carolina, with my two friends, Jen Wilson and Lorelai Badel. Hey there. And we've been on a little journey today, um, and we found ourselves at this vineyard, and so we're each having a flight of their local wines, and so as we were sitting here enjoying them, we thought we might just offer some commentary. So. <laughs> We've enjoyed their Chardonnay, um, and we've enjoyed a rosé, and then there's two uh, reds. So, Jen, what were you just saying about the wine that you're drinking? You're drinking which one? I'm drinking the, the third one. The, the All In. All In. It's called All In Red Table Wine. It is very, I like it because it's light red, but it's perfect for summer like sitting on a porch or on your deck looking out because it's it could even be chilled I think or put oh, fruit yeah. have fruit in there it's super tasty yeah that's really light um a little bit tart I'm just imagining putting like cut up strawberries in this Ooh, and how and making a sangria oh my gosh it would be amazing okay the notes say it's driven by Cabernet Sauvignon Merlot and Petit Verdot Deep garnet core and rim show youth. However, the blend produce of a bouquet of cherry, tobacco, dry dark chocolate, and dried leaves 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 lending a mature, savory spirit to the blend. Um, I, I agree, and you know what I'm really surprised about is that North Carolina wines are usually like that muscadine wine, like that kind of tangy, almost sour. These are yeah. not. Yeah, these are very tasty. I'm wondering if they're growing these grapes here, though. They are. Or they, they are. are. Oh, they they're are. growing these grapes here. He told us, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, That's like, what all the this other is. ones were from California that they started so that when they, before they were having mature grapes to be able to create wine, but now that they have their own grapes, that that's what all of those are. I well, think. I was, I'm, I'm going to try this Merlot now. I have not done it yet. It's the Red Table wine. The Red, red table. table. Yeah. The All In. The okay, all in. so, like, this is like our, um, Italian, you know, red table wine. Yes. Although like it's Chianti Merlot. maybe. <laughs> no, it's a it's Cabernet Sauvignon Merlot and Petit Verdot. Ooh. So it's a blend. It's okay. A, I'm telling you, I think it it's lighter than your norm for red, but I think you're gonna really enjoy it. Okay, as an aside, because we were talking about this just a minute ago, wine legs. So as okay. I swirl the glass, yep. the shard definitely had more legs. But listen to this. 
Wine legs are referred to by the French as the tears of a wine and the droplets or streaks of water that form on the inside of a wine glass as you move it around. While some people think these relate to the quality, sweetness, or viscosity, they don't. In fact, as you said, Jen, it's a representation of how much alcohol is in the wine. However, they've never met anyone who can correctly read those legs to tell us the how much alcohol. So the reality is just swirl it and think it looks pretty. Well, so maybe it depends on how many, how much wine you've had to read the legs. Because they could be really long or really short and fat. Right. Like, it just depends, right? I feel like this is like a Christmas story movie right here. Like, what are the legs of the wine, right? right? Instead of the Christmas lamp, the leg lamp. <laughs> All right, so, so tell us Ooh, what you think. it smells very Merlot. Really? No. Or, I, I it think it does. It me like of a Grenache or something from California. Hmm. I smell like the nice, spice. I definitely smell juicy. like a cinnamon. It's very juicy. Do you smell cinnamon? I smell mm. oh, cinnamon. Maybe. Mine's gone, so I don't know. <laughs> Try to remember. I smell an empty glass. It definitely smells earthy. <laughs> I smell the earthy. Is that the tobacco in it, maybe? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I do smell that. Yeah. The remnants, the drips that I have left in my glass smell like tobacco. <laughs> and black Oh, my cherry. gosh, it's weird. I can totally taste the cherry with yes. the tobacco. Yeah. And they're almost equal. It's yeah. funny because when you say that, I wasn't thinking that when I was drinking it. But now that I'm smelling and I'm smelling that a lot It tastes more. like a really good cherry pie aftertaste. Does it's it not? So it tastes though. like you just had a bite of cher- like tart cherry pie. Yes, now I taste that. Yeah. <laughs> not like McDonald's cherry pie, but like no. a really good like homemade like cherry homemade pie. Like actual cherries. Like really cherry. Real like cherries, that you not like hit it and cherries. put into a pie with some sugar. <laughs> yeah. which, which are plastic cherries. <laughs> are you saying McDonald's has plastic cherries? Yes. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps it's true. And they didn't pay me to say that. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to keep tasting, but we'll be back. Bye. And we're back. And so we are on the last wine of our flight, which is, what's it called? Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, okay. And it is award-winning. It's, it won something in North Carolina. Something, yeah. So we have really high expectations. We don't care, but it won an award. So (laughs) color, nice ruby red. Mm -hmm. Right. How's the legs? (laughs) They're a little bit shorter, I would say. They're weak. Skinny. You know, this does not have the aromatics that the last one did. The last one had no, some... No, but this is really tart and very dry. Mm, I like dry wine. Yeah. Ooh, that is very tasty. Mm-hmm. It says dewy rose petal, black cherry, rhubarb. There's your tart. Whoa, yep. this one's dry. Sautéed I... red bell pepper. What? Silky entry into mouth, followed by refreshing but restrained acidity that enhance the red fruit flavors, giving the mid-palate some grip and delineation. I think as its own, I don't like this as a sipping wine, but I think if we were to pair it correctly. I think with a steak. But it's got so much acidity. It's a little sweet for a a steak. Yeah, I I think it's too too sweet and too acidic. What about like a Korean barbecue? Mm, that mm-hmm, would be good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was thinking even a creamy pasta. Ooh. Oh, because the like cream a, would cut Or what the, about like a Parmesan risotto? 
That would be with the, the mushrooms. Yes. I bet you this is good with cheese. Oh, yeah. Anything with cheesy, like a, yes. Mm -hmm. Like yes. a thick mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, like a goat cheese. Mm. Mm -hmm. A manchango. I, I bet you manchango yeah. would taste really good with this, which is the sheep yes. milk. I have to say, overall, I I'm like this one the best. really impressed. Oh, which one? The all-in-one is my favorite. The all-in is your favorite. Which is your favorite? So I get all-in, the all-in-one. <laughs> you know, I think I like that Chardonnay, and I am not a Chardonnay really? fan. But it could be that it's not paired with anything. Could be. I actually will go for the rosé. It was, it, it was not quite as dry as a normal rosé, and it had a little bit of sweetness to it. It was easy to drink. It's a nice summer wine yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. I think it's perfect for a hot day like today. Yeah. Of our two reds, the all-in-one had way more complexity than this cab. Really? I think so. I think this one's more complex. I really like the, um, the all-in because it was just very juicy and light, mm -hmm. but very flavorful. So yeah, yeah, but it was so much more tobacco-y. Mm -hmm. Well, and it and smelled one way, but finished yeah. totally different. It finished that like was the cherry how the Chardonnay pie. was too. And so it was so. I, that's why I felt like the complexity. This is like very just a good general wine. The cab, but yeah. I would like the all in one too, Jen. I would say between the two reds, the all in one is my favorite. Yeah, I like it. I like it too. I would drink a glass of that, and I would definitely, if I had a bottle of it, I would totally cut up strawberries. And would you drink the whole bottle? I probably would. All right. So, <laughs> Mountain Brook Vineyards, the whole bottle says all in red table wine. All right, guys. And Rose, I would do the other ones, too. They're yeah. just as yummy than white. Yeah, I think so, too. All right. That does it for us. We're going to finish our glasses and enjoy the rest of our day. Cheers. Talk to you later.